Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Third, Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, there are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many. My name is Theron. Did anyone else have like a weird rope fantasy? Kalanon. Magnite, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day. I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't need your mayo you know, you know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together. My name's Magna. Spumoni, Spumoni. Who is a calling? On three, Dirty Water Boys. One, two, three. Dirty Water dirty Boys. Water dirty Water Boys. Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern, our heroes traveled to Ophelia's hilltop fortress on the prisoner wagon. On the way, they became acquainted with the other prisoners, leading to Theron's capture and removal to Ophelia's dungeon. While Theron spoke with the fallen angel herself, the other dirty water boys tricked Grund, Ophelia's right-hand guard, into letting him off the wagon and escape. Our story continues as Theron attempts to meet up with the other dirty water boys inside Ophelia's fortress. I like angel or angel, angel. Look at that angel over there. Oh, that angel. Uh, hey guys, how we doing, everyone? Oh, good. Hello. Awesome. Pretty decent. Hey, uh, none of you reminded me, but I remembered. We have I was a five just about star. To tell you literally just I now. Have that. I have that written down. <laughs> oh, look at you guys prepared. Oh my god, I forgot about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to segue and be like, hey, Logan, do we have any Spotify reviews recently? Uh, Apple I- Apple iTunes podcast bullshit. Not not Spotify. Spotify, you can leave a rating. You can't leave a review. Oh, do yeah. we have any Apple iTunes podcast bullshit reviews? Yes, we do. This is from Stella Altier. Uh, they say this po- five stars in love is the subheading. Aww. This podcast is perfect for long, boring days at work. All the characters are easy to grow attached to, and the comedy keeps you laughing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thanks, Stella. Yeah, thank you so much, Stella. Appreciate it. If you want your five-star review right in the air, just leave us one, and hopefully I'll remember to read it for you guys. Yeah, it's (laughs) all on me again. Is there any limit to the, like, a a character count for how long the reviews can be? Uh, I've gotten, like, almost novels on the Godzilla one, so I think it's... Probably like 800 characters or something. And say, how awesome would it be if a person left a review and we had to read out and it was just the entire script of the B movie? (laughs) (laughs) It would probably be at least the first few paragraphs for sure. Yeah. I'd do it. I would would stick to my guns and do it. Hell yeah. We just have a a really long long episode. episode. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, if you leave us a five-star rating over on Spotify, uh, like I said, you can't do reviews, but you can leave ratings. And once we get to 50, myself, Ben, and Alec are going to do the one-chip challenge. And And it'll be a bonding moment, as Ben said. And Kiki. Don't say Joey. Kiki can do it, too. She wants to fly out here. I'm just volunteering her for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kiki, how are you with hot food? What? What? um, Okay. I'm like Italian. A little bit Italian and yeah, hot, uh, hot's fine. Yeah, okay. Right on. I mean, there I grow go. those damn peppers. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Trinidad Scorpios and or scorpions and what the other one? Death Spiral last year. That was Ooh. fun. 
that sounds uh, accidentally sounds nasty. chewed on that. That sounds like a, that sounds like <laughs> a not cool recommend. like anime action move. Death smile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking you know, of that, while we're here, yeah. let's do the plugs. Kiki, tell us all about Soiled Sessions and Mission Spooky and stuff. Oh, do I have to? <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> I'm like so lame today. I'm like, oh man, do I have to plug my other stuff? I don't feel like <laughs> it. Come on. Um, yeah, Mission Spooky, we do paranormal history uh, stuff, and we do have Soil Sessions segments. We've done three of them so far, and we talk about plants and magic, etc. But that's, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next year. That's more difficult because of Cord's schedule. Uh, JC's not a farmer in any stretch of the imagination, so uh, that's core to me. So hmm. since he works third shift, it's kind of hard sometimes for us to do an extra episode, but uh, a lot of fun though. Yeah. So we did do peppers already and we did talk a lot about uh, growing hot peppers and what a biatch they are to grow, but um, they're tasty. So yeah, one chip challenge. Bring it. Yeah. Uh, ben, you got anything to plug? Uh, well, um, working on the blog. By the time this episode comes out, I should have a few new entries in. Still plugging away on the book as well. Um, end goal. It's going to be a collection of short horror stories. Uh, hoping for a dozen or more. Um, I've got two years worth of NaNoWriMo stuff written, plus like some other just side projects and whatnot. So that's my goal for this year is to get it self-published and uh, and have that out. So Hell yeah. We will definitely yeah, hit that hard when you got published. Editing's a bitch. Yeah, I can write for volume like it's no one's business, but it doesn't make it all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like I can slop out crap any like like anybody, but yeah, actual quality is is hard. I'm sure it'll be good, bud. You want a competition with your writing? Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Uh, myself, um, you can follow me on the TikTok at Hey Yo Logan, making dice and shit. My commissions are open for the time being. Um, if you want some dice, hit me up. We can talk. Uh, if you invoke the name of a certain music that I like, I'll give you a little bit of a discount. Um, yeah, and then you can follow my okay. other podcast. Yeah, Polka. Polka, baby. Uh, hit up uh, Godzilla Destroy All Podcast. You want to learn about Kaiju and shit. Uh, Kiki was just on an episode. We recorded it last night, but it'll be out well before this episode comes out. So you could check that out. It was uh, We drafted a Kaiju movie. We had to pick different aspects of a Kaiju movie, and we drafted them. A lot of fun. Cord and Kiki from Mission Spooky were on there. And yeah, that's all I got. Joey, you got anything? Alec, you got anything? I got nothing. Fun. I'm not Come check me out in real life. I live at this ad- insert address here. No. <laughs> I well, if you go to a certain restaurant in a certain town, you could definitely meet them. <laughs> you could probably find me. We're yes. not going to tell you what. You have to pay attention because I'm sure I've mentioned it before. I we've definitely mentioned the town for before. So. Oh, the town hundreds of times, but I've definitely I feel like I've mentioned the place once or twice. Maybe yes. not though. Look at that one person that's like well, listening to every single episode just yeah. to see if yeah. can find yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's at this restaurant. All right. I'll go find him. I'll just go to that restaurant say every day. It's my favorite sandwich place. 100%. Oh, oh, God damn it, oh, Ben. You just narrowed it down to first, like five. The first clue has been given. <laughs> All right, guys. Should we get into it? No. Hell I yeah. guess. Joey, I want positivity here. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. There we go. Thank you. All right. Where are we at, Benny? All right. So, Magna just kicked down the door. Uh, You you know, you all flow. uh, That'd be Daphne, Magna, and Big Boots flew Moxie up to the top of Ophelia's castle. Found a door that leads down in. It was locked. 
Magna's like, I got this. Bah! And just freaking like B and E's it inside FBI, the castle. More importantly, I drink two health potions. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and so meanwhile, yeah, so meanwhile, Theron, you're currently in the dungeon getting all souped up for uh, for battle. Um, one reminder from last time as well. So with your primeval awareness, you can tell that the angel, fallen angel Ophelia is not in your one mile radius ping, uh, but there is angelic energy coming off of her sword. So you'd have somewhat of a radar so you would know like what general direction it's in. All right. While I'm right. here, I want to look through Big Boots' stuff. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> just being fun. <laughs> just, just like, oh, I got a trident. Check out this new trident I found, you Big Boots. I don't my, know where yours went. You find my book of poetry I've written? I don't know where yours went. Somewhere. <laughs> wow, check just out my new shield. <laughs> find a steamy romance novel. <laughs> exactly. A fan fiction of him and Magna. <laughs> I'm just imagining it would it would be like Romeo and Juliet, but they're both ogres, and they're just like, <laughs> and then like Romeo down at the bottom of the balcony is like, <laughs> they just grunt back and forth at each other. All ogres Perhaps. sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I was gonna say Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they both have that exact same voice. <laughs> it's not the tumor. No, no, one, one, one Stallone, and they're rowing a boat, like from that one Family Guy episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yes, you're able to get everyone's stuff, um, like uh, ready, you know, uh, ready to go. Um, as you peek out into the hallway, you see that there are no like shadow creatures there. Uh, basically, it looks like you're alone down here, uh, or rather, there's no guards, no one to stop you. You'd see that it's a rather long hallway. Probably about like half a football field is what it looks like, like like a very long hallway, and uh, just like your torture chamber door, there's doors at certain interval intervals on either side of the uh, either side of the hallway. I definitely look into the first couple for sure. Definitely. Now they have that sliding bit where you can like slide the the piece, and then it just shows your eyes, and you can kind of look inside and see what's going on without committing to opening the door. So as you slide through, you'd see a couple of uh, former prisoners that are in the process of receiving the Dark Sacrament, um, which is the, the ritual which rips the soul out of them, and then rather than having it pass on to the afterlife, it turns them into one of these fog monsters. Okay, It's consensual, um, right? Not at all. <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> not um, at all. Not so what is, are there like people, or is it is it like a magical process that just happens and doesn't need to be like watched over by anyone? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Ophelia sets it in motion, and then it happens. And the person is like stuck there. They have no way to get out. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the the first door and try and see if I can do something about it. Totally. Attempt. Yeah. So you undo la- the the lock and throw the door open. the uh, The person that's there on the operating table as this ritual is like seconds away from taking place um, looks like a gnome. They have a shorter gnome type folk, really small legs, small arms. Maybe two feet tall, you would guess. Little gnome feller. Um, totally clean-shaven as he looks over at you. And says, who are you? I didn't do anything. Please, please, help. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to run over and try and like unlock him from the table. Okie doke. Go ahead and roll either a sleight of hand check or an athletics check. If you're trying to like, unlock versus busting the lock. Or busting the, the brace. 19. 19 for sleight of hand. Slight hand. Okie doke. So you're able to pull out some thieves tools. You unlock the first one. 
Um, and he, uh, you know, throws his hand open, um, tries to like really fiddle with the other one, trying to pull his legs are also locked into place at the ankles. Um, at which point you'd see this magical, like black kind of swirling magical energy kind of coalesce and start swirling around the ceiling. He just looks up and then looks at you. He's like, hurry. Go ahead and roll again. 14. 14. All right. So this one takes a little bit longer. That black magical energy starts to swirl down kind of like a tornado. And uh, it's, it looks like it's aiming for his mouth. As he uh, is freaking out. Um, See, so you're unable to unlock his other hand by the time that that black energy gets into his mouth. And you see his eyes kind of roll back in his head as his entire body starts to desiccate. Um, uh, legs are still locked into place as well. Shit, I'm gonna leave the legs locked in place because I feel like I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a way I can stop this because I don't really have like magic that well. Like I have a couple of spells, but nothing that can do anything to this. Just give him a good berry. Yeah, right. Yeah, just take this good berry. You'll be okay. I'll just <laughs> cast fog cloud and I'll, I'll I'll use it to just dissipate the whole thing. You know, like um. I will attempt to... I don't know why this would work, and I highly doubt it will. Um, I'll try to cast Protection from Poison. Alright, so, cast Protection from Poison. This isn't so much a poison as it is, like, a magical effect. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. So it's one of those that, um, you know, essentially you'd see his body desiccate, kind of hollow out like a husk, and uh, eventually that black energy that's going down into his mouth eventually it kind of pulls out and you see like this kind of glowing white energy like his uh, like his soul and it gets kind of corrupted and turned into that black fog starts to swirl around the circle you know swirl around the ceiling as it kind of draws it out and corrupts it swirls it around the ceiling and uh it kind of like the whole scene starts to um i guess kind of tone down a bit as this black fog creature is created right in front of you Fuck. It kind of looks down. It, it, it kind of turns down towards you like it's kind of amorphous mass turns down towards you and shit. Um, I'm going to just run out of the room and like slam the door behind me and see if it's already that far along in all the other rooms. Hell yeah. As I like run down the hall. Totally. Yes. You slam the door. You'd hear it like slamming up against the door trying to like break out. Um, and you would hear that happen, essentially that same kind of like, you know, coming from like, like a dozen other rooms down here, kind of like they were all triggered at roughly the same time, uh, to make more of these shadow monsters with the alarm going off. Okay. Um, yeah. So as you're like, just like booking it down the hallway towards the stairs that'll lead you up to the main floor, you hear just like bang, 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 like these things banging against the door, trying to get out frantically trying to get out. All right, I'm going to just keep running and try and find my way out and see if I can find the crew. Hell yeah. All right, so meanwhile, uh, Theron, you are trying to get out, and then Big Boots, Magna, Daphne, you guys are on the roof heading down. So Magna, you just kick the door. Um, you'd find a torch, kind of like, uh, like you know, built into the wall. You could easily take it out of the, uh, the holder and use that as a light source, because currently you guys don't have any of your gear. Oh, um, I have dark vision. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, re refix what I said. I'm not trying to find them. I'm trying to find the sword. <coughs> sword. Head okay. towards the sword. 
Excellent. Yeah. And so uh, fists. <laughs> yeah. What more do you need, really? <laughs> I'll do this. Plus ten on athletics. What can I not hit? Uh, Magda, did you try knocking on the door? Maybe like they would have opened it. And you don't have to break <laughs> everything you see. It was faster just to kick it down. Don't worry about it. Okay. Sure thing. My Besides, you wanted to try to pick the lock. I'm... I. It might have worked. I don't know. It would have taken a lot longer than just kicking it down. I feel like this conversation has taken just as much long, much time as it would have me to pick the lock. Okay. We're well, still those walking. two are fighting. Uh, I'm casting a spell on myself. <laughs> Would you like to know what it is, Ben? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> False life. False life. Good deal. Uh, at level five, so I've got uh, a bunch of extra hit points right now. You're gonna need it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, while we're doing this, uh, Bardic Inspiration for Magna. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> what does that do? You're going to roll a d10 to any skill check you make in the next 10 minutes. Or and attack. add that to your total. Yeah, or attack. Alright, so, uh, down this scary hallway? Stairwell? But yeah, you uh, make your way down this. It kind of spirals downward. You can feel yourself kind of getting into like the meat of the castle. Um, eventually, you'd make your way out of a uh, kind of an open door, you'd see a couple of bloody banners there on either side. <clears throat> As you come out into what looks like a throne room, like a central throne room, and uh, you'd see that there is a kind of up near a stained glass window, there is a throne made of bones. Um, you would guess probably bones of Ophelia's victims as she's turned them into these fog monsters. God, too bad Theron's not here to see that. He would love that. <sighs> you know, I kind of do actually think it's pretty cool. Um, damn it. You want to take a picture? Want me to draw, draw it really quick for you? <laughs> can you? Can you do that? Yeah, I'm I can sure draw a sign it. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're nice <laughs> to me camera. this episode. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is the camera. You pick him up and you just like click a button on his head and he starts drawing a picture rapidly. <laughs> I apologized earlier. Come on. I said mm, that was, that was off mic. Away. That was off mic. All right. It was actually on mic, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big Boots just draws like literally just stick figures of like a throne, two scratches, and just signs it Big Boots. Here you go. That's the best oh. I can do right now. That's lovely. No, I know we're in a hurry, like, you know, doing something extremely yeah, important. Yeah, we gotta save your, your best friend, New Theron, and all that stuff. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Well, with that, you guys, you know, in addition to the alarm, you guys would also hear a lot of, like, thump, thump, thump coming down. Um, and it kind of, like, it's enough to rattle the floor a little bit, where you get the feeling like something underneath in the basement level is, like, like something's definitely happening down there. There's a lot of movement, a lot of activity. And uh, running up the stairs and around the corner is where you'd see Theron. So Theron, you would be on the far end, like the entry level end of the uh, of the throne room here. And you'd see the uh, rest of the party across the way by the throne. Oh, hey, buddy. Somebody like, Theron! Thank the god! Well, except now I'm not sure what just happened, but okay, just Shh. I'll keep that you to myself. Be quiet, we're hiding. From who? <laughs> we're not doing a good job. <laughs> No, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see them. They don't see me. I'm invisible. No, I'll see them and I'll shut it off and then I'll run over to them. Good deal. So. Yeah, so he, uh, runs over there and you still got the handkerchief with everyone's stuff in it. Um, yeah, I yeah. just, I mean, I'll, we can just montage it, it everyone out gets their stuff back. Yeah. In a montage. 
Heck yeah. You guys are able to <laughs> able to fully equip and everything. And uh, essentially going into this boss fight locked and loaded. Um, Theron, you would feel especially like the uh, kind of this like kind of undead energy coming from these fog monsters. You feel essentially like they burst out into the hallway downstairs and they're like swarming up, you know, up out of the basement towards y'all. Well, that throne looks stupid. Um, hey guys, uh, uh, ready, ready yourselves. We're about to uh, have some friends, have some company. Wow. You were followed. The fun kind of friends. No, <clears throat> no, not the, the fun kind of friends. Oh, okay. The 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 slithery, shadowy monster kind. As Ew. I knock an arrow on my bow. <laughs> Hell yeah! One thing as well, um, you would all kind of feel this at this point, being in the castle, like a bit disoriented. Um, one of those, like, you ever see, like, on a really hot day above, like, a black truck, there's kind of, like, that heat, and, like, it's, you can see yeah, kind of, like, the waves. ozone and stuff. Same kind of deal in here, where it's, like, you feel like everything's a little bit woozy. Um, things seem larger one moment and then smaller the next moment, now that you're fully inside the castle. Yeah, it's kind of an ambient magical effect for this place. I would say even more so in those dungeons, but it's kind of just, like, like that's the baseline in here. Everything is rather unsettling. Um, can I have everybody roll an investigation skill check? Never. That is a treat. A four. Nineteen. Eighteen. Two. Two. All right, so Big Boots and Daphne, um, as you guys are gearing up, you would notice that there is one large bloody banner kind of behind the throne. Like, the throne is kind of centered on that banner streaming down the wall. Um, you would both notice that that banner seems to be swaying a little bit. Almost like there's a bit of an air movement behind it. I'm going to look at Big Boots. Hey, what's up? Staring at me? You see what <laughs> I see? I see you looking at me. <sighs> <laughs> that banner looks like it might have something behind it. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that you saw it. I, well, just, I noticed it, and then you, I noticed you looking at me. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, you're like the de facto leader, right? So I have to tell you things I see, right? I suppose. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I am. Okay. I am the leader. Of the, I am Big Boots, commander of the Fourth Fleet, leader of the Golden <laughs> Army, and uh, leader of the Dirty Water Boys. All that stuff. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, that banner's moving. You want to go check it out? Yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Yeah. So um, essentially, as you guys go through uh, the stained glass kind of on the sides of the castle here and can kind of by the back on either side of this large banner would start to rattle. And with your primeval awareness there, you'd feel that there is a big celestial thing incoming. Oh, shit. Uh, she's back. Mommy's home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as you guys make your way behind the banner, you'd see that there is a um, essentially like a like a passageway that leads to a large almost looks like a cathedral. It's like a large kind of round room attached to the back of the castle with a domed roof. And uh, there is. Right in the very center of it, kind of a set of stairs leading up to a pedestal with a sword stuck inside. A sword is glowing with, like, holy energy. Um, it completely illuminates the room. It's like bright light in the room because of the sword's light. And it is currently fixed inside of a rock, like Excalibur-esque. What I found sword? my sword, guys! <laughs> what kind of sword is it? Is it like a great sword? It is a... Wait for it. Holy Avenger. Has the stats of a Holy Avenger. Holy Avenger! Holy uh, Avenger! I want, I want to do something, Ben, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> Hold on. Definitely. 
I should clarify, a longsword holy avenger. Okay. Yep. Looks okay, like we so. uh looks like a new sword for Magna. Hell yeah, it's a plus three weapon, plus plus three to your attack roll and to your damage roll. Uh when you hit a fiend or an undead with it, the creature takes an extra two D ten radiant damage. And then when you hold the sword, it makes a ten foot radius aura. You and all creatures friendly to you in the aura have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Bang, Damn. Gonna run over to grab, try to grab the sword see, before right, she so. gets here. Yeah, so as you go and put your hands on the sword, um, Magna, you would feel like this surge of energy. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Remember, you're, you're bardic inspired too, so if you need to use it, you can. <laughs> yep, it's an extra d10. If you fail the save, that is. Alright, uh, 21. 21. Does that? How about that bardic inspiration? Oh, we should use it. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. DC twenty-five. Oh god. <laughs> uh, roll a D ten and add that. Oh, okay. Who's gonna roll three? Yeah, four or higher, baby. Just one. That is a three for the D ten. God damn it! You <laughs> jinxed it, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it's like he's gonna get a twenty freaking four. It was sitting on five, and then it just nudged over to three. All right. Uh, well, um, as you go to pull 20- the sword, essentially with a 24, um, you would feel like this angelic energy kind of come over you, like celestial energy come over you in a wave. Um, so your character, essentially, like as far as like ideals, bonds, flaws, all that kind of stuff. Um, so your character would gain a flaw, and that is uh, obsession. Oh, God. <laughs> with. Well. With, uh, good question. What is Magna obsessed with? It doesn't have to I be think... obsession for an object per se. It could be obsession <laughs> for like, like, oh, I'm obsessed with this lifestyle. I'm obsessed with this concept. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's I... a pretty nebulous thing. Call back to our live show, which I haven't put out yet. Big thighs, Joe. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, Magna has been pushing to, for strength to be able to 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 defend and to be stronger, so, to be a better paladin. So it probably would be power would be what oh, yeah. he, he would be his would be oh, his obsession. Dear. Then that's going to be a dangerous obsession. <laughs> Hell yeah! And as you uh, essentially that kind of infuses with you, then you're able to pull the sword from the stone, shing, and right as you finish drawing it out. Uh, surges in your hands, kind of like this radiant, almost looks like electricity crackling from the sword up your arm. And that is when Ophelia shows up. It's a huge stained glass window of Ophelia and Phemos, the god of death. Kind of like, in the stained glass window, it looks like she's the bride and he's the groom kind of thing. And she busts right through it, setting shards of glass everywhere as her red eyes are flaming, her red, you know, her black flame wings are unfurled and uh, she has her, like, black flame sword and she uh, just like roars. She says, "What do you think you're doing with that? Put that down. That doesn't belong to you." It does now. Um, when she enters the room, I'm gonna blow my magic with Gazoo and cast Otto's Irresistible Dance on her. Real oh, quick, God. I'll, I'll read it for you. I'm reading it out of the thing here. Choose one creature. This is from the player's handbook. Choose one creature that you see within range. The ca- the target begins to begins a comedic dance in the space in place, scuffing, tapping its feet, and. Uh, capering for all durations for the duration. Uh, creatures that can't be charmed are immune to the spell. 
Uh, that might get me there a little bit. Um, the dancing creature must use all its movement to dance without leaving its space and has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attacks. While the target is affected by the spell, other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against it. As an action, a dancing creature makes a wisdom saving throw to regain control of itself on a successful, on a successful save the spell ends. So the way I'm interpreting it is she's charmed and then she takes an action of her turn to be to break it. I hate to pop your bubble. Yeah. I hate to piss in your Cheerios. Uh, planetars are immune to charm effects. Cool. Alright, never mind. Well yes. that's blown and done. Alright. Yes, yeah, so you go to cast it and she just cackles wildly enough to rattle the other stained glass windows in here. And she says, Your puny magic will not work on me. And says, uh, I will see you dance in hell. Roll initiative. Gulp. No. I refuse. <laughs> I don't want to fight her. She's scary. Alright. Alright, uh, Magna, what was your initiative? Uh, I was Sorry. Hang on. Oh, whoops. Sorry. I got a Magna. 10. I got a 10. 10. 10 for big boots. Daphne? 14. 14. Alright. Theron? 18. And then Magna. As soon as you got it, go ahead and shout it out. I also have a 14. Alright, so between Magna and Daphne, who's got the higher dex mod? I have a plus three. Uh, I also have a plus three. <laughs> Goes to strength then, right? I think it just a roll. I've always just played it where it's a roll off then. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Yeah, so Magna, Daphne, go ahead and roll off. Just regular d20, no bonuses. 18. Did you get an 18? <laughs> we gotta roll again. <laughs> Wait, then Use your red and blue dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Hold on. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got a 17. Yeah, there you go. I should right. just say, let the paladin go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I fighting this? Just go. You're fine. Oh, yeah. So Ophelia got a 22. So she's going to go first. So <laughs> Magna, since you were holding her sword, she is going to... Um, it's going to target you first. So she makes two melee attacks. Uh, she has a great sword, wields it with both hands. Uh, it's made of like black, kind of like black flame energy. Uh, first attack is a 23 to hit. I'm going to have my shield absorb both attacks. All right. Say second one would have been a 21 to hit. Uh, uh, well, so they would have both hit. <laughs> damage. So, 62 damage. <laughs> Absorb into the shield. Yeah, right, as God. boss fight music intensifies. I'm uh, deflecting it right back at her. Okie doke. Yeah, so uh, essentially she goes, you know, swings her uh, greatsword. You block it with the shield. You can see you can see the shield essentially like the, you know, the pristine uh, face of the shield starts to kind of turn black as it absorbs that energy. And then you see a look of confusion on her face as she pulls her great sword back and it just like explodes back out at her. So she is going to take 40 of that. And then the uh, the other damage was uh, necrotic damage, which she is immune to, being like a fallen angel. You said she's immune to charm, right? Yes. Damn, I can't use my cutting word on her then. So you guys are taking whatever hit you're getting. I'm sorry, I can't cutting word it. <laughs> yeah, and that's her. 
Heck yeah. Um, after her, then we have Theron. Alright, let's start this off with a bonus action of creating my echoes. About 15 feet away from me, also. And I'm gonna kind of position myself in a good spot to where I have eyes on Ophelia and eyes on the crew as well, but where I'm kind of away from them. And I'm gonna shoot her specifically probably towards her wings with my my bow. Totally. I have the sharpshooter feet, so I can take a minus 5 to my attack roll for a plus 10 to damage. So I'll be doing a minus 5 to my attack rolls here. That's going to be a 14 on the first shot. That'll miss. Ooh, dang. All right. Let's do it again, because I get to attack twice. And a 17 on the second... Or sorry, not 17. 23 on the second 23, shot. that'll get there. Yep. Okay. For sure. So the first arrow whizzes right past one of her feathered wings. Second one strikes the wing. And she's already taken damage now, right? Yes. There's something in her wing. Yeah, good on you. Good on you, Magna. You give me an extra 1d8 damage. What? What? So. 25 damage. Okie doke. And that will be it for my turn. Hell yeah. So first shot misses, second shot hits the mark. She uh, essentially winces in pain. She says, you don't understand. I have to do this. This is the only way that I'll see my love again. Eh, I could, I can think of another way. <laughs> and that's that's what I said when I when I shot her the second time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, after Theron, then we have Magna. All right. So I'm going to swing my Holy Avenger sword at her. Good deal. That is... So it would be 21. That'll hit. All right. So I'm going to also with that hit, I'm going to activate Divine Smite level four uh, along with thun- uh, with a Thunderous Smite. Good. Yes. Do the paladining. Um, <laughs> Just dump it all, buddy. This is an angel. We need it. <laughs> so uh, you said that she was an undead, right? Um, She's more of a fiend. Yeah. So, okay, so then that means at level four, that would be... You know, while we're at it, we're also gonna... I'm gonna use a Searing Smite at level three. Uh, 55. Yeah, that's that's a big... That, that's a lot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 55. Um, boom, yeah, so you, like, slice into her, pouring all of your energy into it. You know, kind of like that obsession-fueled, you know? Like, like, I have to defend my friends. I have to just, like you know, end this lady before they end the people that I care about, you know, just channeling all that into your smite, into your slash. I mean, it just rips right through her, you know? She oh, hang on, I have to add it. I have to add an extra 2d10. I just realized that since she's a fiend, it does uh, extra 2d10 radiant damage to her. Yep, for the whole Fuck yeah, Joe. Does. Fuck yeah, Joe. So that's 13 radiant damage from the sword. Alright. On top of yeah. that. She has a huge cut kind of running down as you know, you can see like her body is trying to just try to like, like re knit, re sew every like the huge gash back together, you know, as you cut her kind of at an angle whoosh, and uh, she lets out an audible shriek that um, I mean, just busts all the glass, like all the stained glass windows in this place, like just a complete like a shatter, like a freak out. Um, and she shouts, you don't understand there. And I figured of all people, you would understand me having lost a loved one. That's not how love works. 
And then I'm going to go in for another swing. All right, go for it. Uh, 25. That'll hit. So that is a total of 25. 25 damage? 25 damage. Do you get those Excellent. extra 2d10 again? Yeah, I already got that in there. So okay. 13 for the just for the sword cutting damage and okay. then the 12 damage for radiant damage. Nice. Yes, you give her another good slash and she lets out another shriek. Um, you know, this being the only weapon that can truly kill her. Heck yeah. Yeah, she is very put out with you. <laughs> uh, after Theron, or after Magda, then we have Daphne. Uh, okay, so I'm going to cast a spell, and everyone's going to see a beautiful angel appear, to which the only order that I'm going to give it is defend us. What? Hey, whoa. That's that's one of ours, right? Yes. Okay. Really? Uh, you have to ask that question. I don't. I, I. I don't know. I don't. I. We're fighting an angel, and another angel appears. I just wanted to have my bases checked. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I'll take you all on. <laughs> uh, no. And Magnet, don't don't hurt the nice looking one. Just the dark one, not no, the no, white one. No, no, this one's looking pretty nice too. But I'm having to swing at it. Uh, Lord. <laughs> so as you go to summon it um, so Theron your summoning of a rhino didn't work earlier but now that uh, um, right. essentially that uh, Ophelia is at like not at full strength you know that the magic around the castle is starting to kind of wane you know that kind of ambient like disorientation that everyone's got is kind of starting to like nullify and kind of come and go um, so this angel as, as Kiki is summoning it uh, this angel would essentially appear like a blue outline and then kind of start to uh, fill in like an ethereal, wispy, spiritual blue outline starts to fill in. Um, Kiki, red or blue? Purple. Yes, stick with blue. <laughs> blue? The angel forms successfully as uh, Ophelia looks over and says, hey, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen at all. What's happening here? Stop that. <clears throat> well, maybe you should listen to us when we tell you that Fema still loves you and he really, really wants to see you. As soon as you mention him by name, uh, Kiki, I need you to roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put the addition on there. 26. 26. All right. So uh, when you mention Fimos by name, essentially she's got like her black flame sword and uh, she like stops for a moment. Ophelia does. She stops for a moment and her wings kind of just keep her hovering there right next to, uh, to Magna. And she takes, you, you see her sword dip for a moment. She lowers it down to her side. And she says, what do you know about Phemos? I sense something different in you, different than the others. Have you seen him? Have you talked to him? I have seen him. I have talked to him. And he really, really misses you a lot. Like, he wants you back so bad right now. You have no idea. He is heartbroken as much as you are. He feels terrible for what happened. He doesn't know what happened exactly. I mean, someone betrayed you. Another god betrayed you and lied. Well, I guess maybe not lied, but, uh, well, let's say really messed things up for the both of you. She, uh, you don't know who that would be, would it? Maybe we're, um, we need to turn our attentions to someone else and not you. She takes a moment and she considers everything you've said. She's got, like, full crazy eyes going. And she's like, yes, yes, someone did betray me. Of course. This person gets it. Why can't, why weren't the rest of you listening? Because I knew he wanted to I have a sword. <laughs> yeah she uh she's like i knew there i knew that i knew that this was the case 
So you need to stop all of this. This is not getting you anywhere. Famous already loves you. We don't have to do any of this anymore. She says, it, so it's worked? She says, all of this, all of it. And she kind of gestures to everything, you know, with her sword. She says, all the spells, all the corruption, all the, the souls turning into those terrible fog monsters, all of that has finally gotten his attention. And he has sent you to me. And she just grins, starts like cackling wildly. Says, yes, I will be with him again. Fantastic. Hey, you don't know who betrayed you, do you? Like, do you have any idea? Haven't the slightest. She's kind of just uh, still lost in that kind of, like, mission accomplished. Um, she then turns to Magna, Big Boots and the rest, and she says, Now, if you can grant me your assurance, give me some kind of proof that you've spoken to Phemos, that what you say is true. Uh, I'm going to show her my arm that's got the tattoo of her name on it. All right. Yeah, she uh, hovers over to your arm and uh, kind of takes it. And you feel like this burning in your wrist as, you know, her angel hand is holding onto your arm. And she uh, reads it and sees your name tattooed there. She's holding onto your hand with, with you know, holding onto your wrist with one hand, uh, kind of holding your arm out so she can see it. And then she places her other hand on the tattoo. And you see it start to kind of suck some of the energy out. And uh, essentially her fire starts to die down a bit, like the, the raging fire starts to die down a bit feel a little bit better now yeah much not, not so angry she, so we uh, gonna stop this now <laughs> maybe next stop killing people that'd be great well the uh essentially those fog monsters from the basement they bash through the, the banner that you guys came through come whistling in like whooshing into the room and start swirling around the ceiling as she looks up and uh says i don't believe we have a need for that anymore she points up at the ceiling. She snaps her fingers and all of them dissipate. At this point, she's going to turn to Big Boots. And she says, I believe that, aside from myself, you are the person in here with the highest, how should I say, body count? Um. What? <laughs> um, uh-huh, yeah. Yours was more intentional than mine, I would say. Of course. Unintentionally killing people is much better. I agree. She just smiles at you. I hate you. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) She says, uh, if you would do the honors. She kind of puts her arms out to the sides. Kind of outstretched arms. uh, T-posing. Yeah, T-posing. Basically, yes. She says, if you would do the honors. Awesome. I have a new spell I've been wanting to use. I want to use it so bad. When you were about to give up, I was like, damn, I'm not going to use this cool-ass spell. But here we go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm about to be a... All right, I, I cast Destructive Wave. I cast Counterspell. <laughs> let's see, um, no, wave. but no, before... Let's just say before he starts cast, like while he's charging up the, counter, the Destructive Wave, I'm going to yell out to Ophelia, um, how do we how do we save the people that you turned into shadows? Can they be saved? Yeah, she, uh, she would mention how by... You know, essentially she releases them from the spell. You know, snapping of the fingers disperses them. Their souls go where they're intended to be. Back to their, like, back, um, like, are are they still alive or are they? Are they, they pass dead? on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're dead, but they pass on. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Cancel the, cancel the canceling. Then. I was gonna be so fucking pissed if you canceled my spell. I was gonna cancel I'm, it anyway. Kill this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's the only one that didn't get a turn in initiative that time, because Joey did so much fucking damage on that turn, <laughs> so. <laughs> Do I get to cast my spell now? Alec, is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay. No, I just I wanted to make sure that we make sure these people are like okay. 
That's I don't get I don't get cool attacks and shit. I don't have a cool ass sword. I don't have multi attack. I can get a fireball once in a while, and I finally have you a got cool a kazoo. spell. You got a kazoo, and it got gonna, countered. It got countered that's immediately. Gonna get you freaking wish at some point. So you calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, so she is going to essentially choose to fail the con save. It's five d six thunder, and then five d six radiant. So for the thunder, uh, thirteen. And then 17 for the Radiant. Okie doke. That, um, so essentially it like just, you know, it's thunder and like radiant energy, essentially like the, the, the wings, you know, kind of curl in like, like an insect when you spray them with ray, it kind of like restricts, like retracts back in the wings do, and then finally fall off and just kind of fall to a pile of ashes on the floor. You'd see that, uh, the fire that's like burning around her, that kind of black flame dies down to the point where she looks almost like, um, I don't know, vampire-esque, you know, like very pale skin, uh, still the red eyes, kind of a bald head, you know, like, um, if you ever seen like Zariel from Descent into Avernus, uh, that same kind of look, yeah. Um, she's down to 17 hit points, I'll just tell you. So, she, uh, she says, yes, that is almost there. She turns to Magna and says, give this one the sword. Huh? She says, the sword, boy, know you nothing of angel lore. Magna walks over and puts it up against her chest and then just drives it through her heart. So that will undoubtedly do more than 17 damage. So as you drive it through her heart, essentially she, um, you know, her eyes get kind of wide. The the, the redness kind of burns out of them. And then the entire room grows dark. Uh, When you guys come to, you all feel the first thing you feel in this like darkness is this immense chill feels like 20 degrees, 20 below. You know, you guys are just like, like it's very cold enough that you could see your breath. And as your vision kind of returns to the four of you, uh, you see that looks like there's kind of like skeletons or zombies kind of walking around. It seems like you're on top of a large glacier. And these zombies and skeletons, these spirits, they're just going around, walking around with paying no heed to each other. No heed to any of you. Where are we? (laughs) Interesting. Am I about to meet another god? Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, like, I get my checklist uh, out. I'm like, all right, Rayalost. Um, okay. Uh, Magna starts kind of walking, wandering, and trying sort to of feels figure out where he's familiar. at. Hell yeah. Off in the distance, you guys would see almost like a mirage. Uh, you'd see a castle. <gasps> Magna's sword glows, doesn't it? It does. Yep. All right, so he's going to whip out that sword and you work it like a torch. Hell yeah. <laughs> you would notice, too, like, as you, you say hold- twerk it like a torch? Work it like a torch. <laughs> he whips it out. He stabs it to the ground. He twerks against it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So Magnus going to start walking towards the mirage. Hell yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to grab Theron for a second before we walk any further. Because uh, I have... I need to ask him a question. <laughs> uh, what, what's up, Daph? Uh, so I heard what you said about losing someone. You wouldn't yeah. ever bring them back if you had a chance to. What about yourself? Uh, well, that already kind of almost happened once. I made a deal with some dude and <laughs> he brought me back from the brink of death. But I mean, if I die, I die. You know, I, uh, okay. 
<laughs> I never, I never, I never really expected to live very long doing what I do. On that topic, I would do anything to have another second of sweet, sweet life. I would sacrifice everyone. Am one I of talking you to for a second of life? I wasn't even aware you were here. I'm, I'm eavesdropping. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> <laughs> this was a Big private conversation. In like, this was an A B conversation while I see myself out. <laughs> my uh, when my time come, when my time is up, my time is up. That's up. That's up to that's up to my God to decide. Which God is yours again? Re- Regalos, God of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we're that's, fine then. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the whole thing for for Theron. It's like that's part of the reason he like hunts like vampires specifically because they're cheating time. I definitely have a look on my face of um, I may have done something. <laughs> 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 I'm not. I am legit not sure. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, that's good cool. to know. Well, I guess we'll find out when the time comes of something, something, something might be something. <laughs> yeah. I may have pulled the trigger on something a little bit uh, prematurely, and I'm not really sure what happens now. So. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, how about I talk to females first, and then I'll let you know. Okay. I don't want to give you any false information, or incorrect information. Hell yeah. So with that, the cat's kind of out of the bag. This uh, icy realm is Phemos's domain. Um, he's a rather lonely guy, you know, generally speaking. He hangs out with dead people that don't even don't even acknowledge him, you know, and because uh, they just like the wherewithal. So as you guys approach, you know, the, there's the long staircase up to the castle. Doors are thrown open, and inside you see he's attempting another dinner party. And uh, there's all kinds of, like, dead spirits, specters, a couple of zombies seated around this long table with, like, a beautiful-looking feast. Ophelia is there. Essentially, you guys would see her, like, back in her kind of uh, normal form. You know, she doesn't have, like, a huge gash from, the, from you know, Magnus Slash and stuff. But uh, she is there, and she is very excitedly talking to Phemos. And uh, Phemos, he's... You see that uh, he's got like a very warm smile. Phemos, you know, he stands very tall. He's kind of tall and thin with like black, kind of long black hair, very pale uh, skin. Wears a long black robe that's like uh, dark as night. And uh, she's like very excitedly telling him everything that she did trying to get his attention. And he says, oh, I know, I know. I guess I as well of her. I know, I know. And uh, as he sees you all approach, he kind of turns to look and she looks at the rest of you and so you see this big kind of crazy desperate smile on her face and she says yes these are the ones that helped me they brought me here back to you my love and he says yes um, they did at which point she uh, turns back around and wraps her arms around him and he uh, you guys can see he's facing you guys she is facing away as as they hug and uh, can I have everybody roll an insight check on Phemos he's rolling his eyes like, what have I done <laughs> I made a large oh. mistake. I don't. I don't. Natural like twenty insight checks. Uh, I got twelve. That sucks. I got 11. 22. Twenty-two. All right. Uh, Magna, what was yours? Natural twenty, just twenty. All right, so twenty. Theron, you had a twenty-two. Daphne, yeah. what was yours? Twelve. 
12. Okay, so Magna and Theron, you both get an inkling of what he's about to do. Essentially, he looks at you guys and you see him just kind of shake his head, like very sad. And uh, his hands start to glow with this black energy as uh, Ophelia's soul is dissolved. Uh, down to the atoms, as it were. Why did you do that? What the fuck are you doing? He, uh, he says, well... I didn't fucking like her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he um, he says, well, he kind of starts to stride towards you all. Um, as he gets closer, you can see he's much bigger. Like, he looks kind of small for a distance, but as, as he he's maybe ten feet tall. Like I said, very tall and thin. Um, strides towards you. He says, well, there was a part of me that hoped that Ophelia had retained some some part of her former self uh, before everything went to hell. Uh, he says, but what she had was obsession. It wasn't love. He, um, he says, I, I know that now. And I've put her as much at peace as I possibly could have. She's not going to suffer anymore. He uh, turns to Theron and he says, uh, I apologize for anything she may have said to you. Again, I, I, I didn't like her anyway, so... Yeah. He says, uh, you know, I. when you know, you know. You know? He says, nope. and, uh, it seems to seems to me that uh, what you had with the Oracle, Nazera, based from what she's told me, seemed more real than what I had with Ophelia. And he says, but I guess you could just hear that from her. He kind of looks back and out from oh. near the throne, Nazera is there. And uh, she just sees you there and you see her and she looks like one of these uh, like wispy kind of spiritual folks, you know, like like the denizens here. But she's has her wits about her as she runs towards you and just wraps her arms around you. God damn it, Ben! I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> um, Theron obviously attempts to wrap his arms around her. Definitely, if that's physically possible. Don't know. Okay. Yeah, um, your hands actually. Just... Uh, it, it, so as as she goes to wrap her arms around, that's a good point. Yeah, she. Uh, your your hands go through her like she's made of mist. And she looks up at you and just smiles, this really big, just like ear to ear grin. And she just shrugs and says, "Why would this? Why would anything be the easy way for us anyway?" Yeah, we uh, we did always uh take take the take the hard way, didn't we? Are you okay? She's better now. She just hasn't stopped smiling since she saw you. Um. She says, how, how are things? You you look different. Yeah, I got a haircut. Um, <laughs> things are all right. Um, the world's kind of in, in a shit... The world's kind of a shit show right now, but uh, we're working on that. Says, yeah, I know uh, you are. She says, I, I saw that the, God, the gods gifted me uh, quite a lot of foresight before, uh, before it happened. Um, she says, I, I know that you've done everything you can to protect people you care about. Including the new Oracle. Yeah, she's, uh... She's in good hands, I think. Says, yes, but your, uh... Your father won't last forever, will he? No offense to him, but he is a human. He's getting... A little on the old side. How old... How old would you say he is, then? Probably, like, late 60s. Late 60s, okay. 
Yeah. Which I mean yeah. in a fantasy world is like pretty old, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um so he's he's up there. Yeah, no. Um That's just for the time being. We'll uh we'll find her a safe we'll find her a home. We'll find her a family. She uh she just kinda looks down at her feet and looks at the rest of you and she uh she says, Now, I've put a lot of thought into this. She says, You're the only thing I've thought about for the last year and I, I don't even know how many days. And she says, uh, this oracle needs guidance. She has to learn to master her powers. She says, thankfully, you know, since the uh, the power of the oracle has left me, she says, I'm just I'm just me again. Because I think what this child really needs is a father. And uh, a mother? She looks up at Phemos. And Phemos looks at Daphne and says, well... Oh. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, bargain, I believe. A soul for a soul. You bring me Ophelia, and I uh, catch and release, I think is what they say. <laughs> so, funny thing happens. <laughs> well, you know, I'm supposed to be protecting him, right? Well, then, the lady that you just, you know, destroyed was a, well probably was going to kill him and uh, I kind of said his name <clears throat> you know in the stone that you gave me this indeed well also didn't know about her so to be fair the stone only works on the already dead uh, I should say oh. it works properly on the already dead Whew, okay <laughs> I was kind of worried about that he says, do you still have it? Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Just hand it to me. He sticks his long, bony fingers out. Oh, I'm really looking at Theron like, uh, do you understand what's about to happen? Um, Theron looks at Nazera for, like, confirmation. Yeah, she just smiles and, you know, a couple big happy tears come out as she uh, wipes them away on her robe. She has he, nods. He, uh, he looks at he looks at his bracers that don't have like the magic to him anymore, but it's still like have like etchings of like time, like thinking to to Regalos. And he tries to like reach out mentally to ask the god of time if it's okay. If Safe. that's a possibility. Yeah. Um go ahead and roll a religion check. Okay. Oh, it's wisdom, isn't it? No. No, it's... Okay, there it is. It should be intelligence. Yep. That's a ten. Ten? Alright, so you know that sometimes they're, uh... You know, god of death and the god of time generally try to stay, like, on the same page with things. Um, if Phemos is allowing it, then Regalost, you know, seeing into the future, knowing, uh, kind of how people's stories play out, um, he would kind of know, like, he's already accounted for it on the yeah. front end. Okay. Alright, and Theron just kind of nods towards Daphne. Alright. Okay. I get to do something awesome then today. So I'm going to hand him the stone. <clears throat> Excellent. Yeah, he takes the stone, uh, crushes it up, and then blows the, like, blows the stone, and all these little particles kind of form themselves to, uh, to Nazera. And uh, Theron, so Nazera would reach down with her like astral hand to go to grab you try to hold your hand it kind of goes right through 
but as these uh, bits of dust and rock uh, touch her, she slowly becomes more and more, like, takes form, becomes more corporeal, until finally you feel the warm touch of her hand holding yours. Jesus, Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah, she looks uh, up at you and just grabs you by the back of your head, yanks your head down, and just plants one on you. Theron, you know, kisses back and, like, starts crying, too, and... Like, so you'd see uh, Femos as well wipe away a tear. Aww. Oh, great. Now I gotta take care of both of you, right? Hey, Femos actually says, uh, now, Miss Forrest, I believe that's the name you're going by anyway, says, I have a proposition for you, seeing as you've used the stone in a very selfless way. I'm quite impressed with you. And he says, you see, I'm a lonely god. All who seek death find him, but I can't hardly communicate with any of them. I'd like to make a request of you, uh, if I may. A mutually beneficial request. He says, you see, currently I have a champion in, in Thern, champion in the world, uh, the Black Hand Prince, some call him. The Black Hand King, others call him. Some call him the Usurper. Some call him rightful heir. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. As yes. As soon as he killed my father, or as soon as he killed his father, uh, that was the, the final rite of passage, the ultimate test of loyalty to become uh, my champion. Because I only like to keep one champion at a time. And I would like to give you the offer. I shall rescind that power from him and bestow it upon you. <laughs> Okay, so let me get this straight. You had that asshole kill his own father, who is actually not a bad dude from what I understand, causing a giant war to take place in which you've completely fucked up my entire life, and now you want me to be your champion. He says, to be fair, I never asked him to do any of this. All those who seek death will find him. He chose to do all of this. Okay. Alright, as long as like you didn't actually... <laughs> require these things of him because I'm really confused right now. Okay, like, you just killed Ophelia in front of me after telling me that she was your lost love, so... (laughs) She was, indeed. Emphasis on was. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh, he says there is one final test, then, should you take on this role. And he uh, snaps his fingers again, and out from kind of the ether behind his throne comes your father. (laughs) As, uh, you see this kind of old man shambling towards you all, uh, spectral form. As he kind of comes into the light, you see Grigorovich there uh, from season. That's two. who I killed. Okay. <laughs> all right, it's making no. sense now. That 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 actually that tracks. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Grigorovich comes out and he doesn't even pay attention to the rest of you. He sees Daphne and his eyes get wide and his jaw drops and he says, "My daughter, my daughter, you have." It has worked. My life's mission has been complete. How wonderful. How absolutely wonderful. You are the first of your kind. You are beautiful. And he comes up and he can't, you know, he goes to like cup your your face in his hands and stuff. And it kind of goes through. He says, no matter, no matter. He says, I have worked for years to synthesize the blood of Luther Ashendale into uh, you. He says, the first Dampier. (sighs) Ah. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. 
You want to do me an actual favor, Femos? Can you just destroy him completely so that he does no longer exist anywhere? That'd be great. And say, so, yeah, Grigorovich, he responds to that. He says, yes, use the hate. Use it to power your abilities. Oh, please, you have shut the strength up. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he just, just keeps die. kind of monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> Femos looks down at you and cracks a smile. He says, no, I will not destroy him. He materializes a dagger and hands it to you. As I would not rob you of what is rightfully yours. No, fine. I'm I'm okay with it, really. <laughs> I've had too much. That's too much today. Seriously. Now you ask me to go ahead and kill him again. Isn't he like kind of already dead anyway? Well, uh, given the Ophelia treatment, he kind of winks at the party. Ugh. Magnet does like the shoulder shrug. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> He's been like the entire time he's holding the sword and he's like looking <laughs> to one person, like looking looking at Daphne, looking at there and looking at everybody who's talking, just kind of just awkwardly standing there quietly in the corner holding the sword up so that we have a light. <laughs> hey, Magna, you like to stab things. Why don't you take this one for me? Uh, I, favor? Sorry, a little busy right now holding the sword. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, you I can't a, do anything about it. You have an actual giant sword in your hand. Why don't you? Seriously? I, that's it, the torch. It, you, we need to be able to see. It's a little dark in here. I will say, for the ritual to work, it has to be patricide. So. Uh, well, I guess I can't do already... it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, I killed him once. killed him once. Come I, on. <laughs> I could do it again, but, uh, you know, <sighs> you want to be the champion. You got to do it yourself. No, 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 no. The champion, I think I have to kill. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Don't I have to kill the the fake king to be the champion? Don't I have to get rid of this asshole? Nope. So essentially, uh, the way it would work is you kill your father, make the appeal to become his champion, which the appeal has already been made, and then he retracts his power from uh, from the fake king and gives it, bestows it to you. Oh, see, if there's a misunderstanding. I thought you were asking me to go kill the fake king, which was already on my list of things to do. I'm going to take that sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that sword and I'm going to stab the shit out of him then. That's fine. All right. Yeah. I thought you were right. sending me on an actual like hard mission. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. No, yeah. Yeah, that's just the the final binding element of the to become death's champion. Um so yeah, as you stab him, it's just over and over and over. Grigorovich, he's just still smiles at you like he's not even processing. He says, "I am so proud of you, dear. Yes, use your anger. Use it. Remember it." He says, "For as long as you live, you will be Can I be stab him in the neck dampier. so he just shuts the fuck up? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> stabbing in the gut and then switching to his neck and eventually he <laughs> dematerializes, uh, still unapologetic, still well aware of what he's done to you and and uh, what he's made you become um, as he just dissolves. Whew, all right, that was fun, actually. I uh, Okay. I still want to kill the king, though. Let's do that. Say, <laughs> Fimo says, yes, yes, that's not off the table. Yes, you... Uh, I suggest you do that. He's made a rather perverse nature of my name uh, up there. He kind of mentions towards like the, you know, terrestrial earth, fern. Yeah. He says, but first, you look starving. You all look famished. Can I interest you in a meal? These ones aren't the most conversational. He kind of, there's like a, like a zombie that's just like, like slamming the table with his hand. Uh, there's like ghosts that are just kind of sitting there. Others are wandering aimlessly about the chamber. He says, it would be my honor to uh, to have the Dirty Water Boys and my newest champion uh, for dinner. 
Yeah, I'm cool with it. You got any? Uh, you got any foie gras or or <laughs> or caviar stuff like that? He uh, he says, of course. And he smiles and snaps his fingers, and basically all the food uh, on the table like kind of rearranges itself to be you know mashed potatoes, foie gras. Um, if you can think it, he can create it. He's got the juice. Um, and then the uh, he dismisses the ghosts and the zombies. They all kind of just disappear, uh, creating a uh, room for you guys. He sits at the head of the table. He'd request that his new champion sit to his right and that Theron and his uh, blushing bride, as it were, uh, sit to his left. Where do I sit? On the floor? <laughs> Wherever you please. Boy. We're at Wherever the kids' table, please. it sounds like, Magna. You sit, you sit <laughs> yeah. in the beanbag chair in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just like all the way over there. It's fine. I'll eat over here. Don't worry about me. Just got I'm a mound s- of potatoes. I'm going to slide <laughs> over and make sure that Magna gets to sit next to me. Definitely. Yeah. Big boots like, sits yeah. on the floor. <laughs> and say, Magna, you, you uh, are able to keep that Holy Avenger as well. Oh, I sheath yeah. it behind me. Totally. Like a badass. Sheathos. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Hey, uh, uh, Fimos, um, really quick. I know you got a new champion. That's cool. I love it for you. I love it for her. I also killed my dad. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're, yes. giving a, if we're giving out awards for patricide, I mean. As yes, which one would that be? <laughs> um, his name was Von Bon. I, I killed him. Killed him good. Von Bon, yes. Yes, rather unpleasant fellow, that one. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> You've had so many fathers lately, as I, I lose track of them. He just kind of chuckles to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he killed my other dad. Um, yes, quite sad that. Where are all these dads coming from? Why do they keep coming here? I hope he's doing okay. I don't know if you talked to to Big Daddy Goldcoin at all. Because you know the strangest thing, well, I, I felt when he died, but his soul did not enter my realm. Huh. I have the foggiest idea of where he is. I can tell you that he's not on Thern. He is in fact dead, but. I was not able to collect him. Huh. Yeah. Huh. What huh. about Big Daddy Goldcoin? That's who he's talking about. That's who I'm oh, talking about, yeah. Okay, what what about what about the other dad? Is he gone? Like... Oh, yeah, he went straight to hell. Do not pass oh, okay. go. John collect two hundred dollars. He got fu- he's getting fucked up. Huh. He's getting um, flog rod. Exactly. Huh. Well, uh that's interesting. I'm gonna have to talk to my god about that. Thank you for the information, but about, like, uh, do I get a participation trophy for the killing of my father? Anything like that? <laughs> he, um, Maybe a minor boon? You know, whatever. He snaps his fingers, and uh, essentially, um, <laughs> like, a scroll kind of appears right next to his face, and he, uh, you hear him kind of whisper into it, and then it floats over towards you. Oh, cool. What's it say, Ben? Uh, it says... Participation award, patricide, champion, <laughs> big boots. <laughs> signed Femos. Yeah, signed Femos with like a heart. Hell yeah. You got a, you got a diploma. You graduated from yeah. Death University. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Hey, by the way, do you want to learn how to play scabs, Themos? The scabs? Yeah, I can teach you the game of scabs if you like. Maybe pass the time with these ghosts down here. He uh, looks over at Daphne and says, do you know what this game is? Have you heard of this? Or is this some classic Big Boots nonsensory? He yes, turns to is. Daphne. Yes, 100%. Yes. Don't don't play. I mean, it's... no, go ahead. Play. Just take all of his money. 
You have my curiosity, Mr. Boots. Oh, Let's all right. See. All right. Well, yeah, sure. Um, and I'm going to slide my table all the way up to be right next to him. Uh, I'm going to get between uh, Theron and him. I'm like, hey, Theron, please. And I'm just going to elbow through. I'm going to deal out the cards. And I'm going to explain, basically explain it to where, like, I win every hand as much as I can. Just every bullshit rule. Like, all right. So you see, like, what do you have here? Oh, you have a five and a seven. Oh, that equals 11. And that's a prime number, so you lose. And I have a 6 and a 6, which is a 12, which is a an even number, not a prime number. I win. And it only works for the first hand, okay? Because to be fair, 7 and 5 does make 12 as well. Does that mean we tie? Uh, no, I, I meant... Did I say 7 and 5? I meant 7 and 11. See, you can see that's a, a, a 4. You know, that's a 7 and a 4. That's an 11. There you go. Ah, yes, of course. And I just, like, just try to swindle the god of death as much <laughs> as I can for money. I don't even think he has money, but Big Boost doesn't care. He'll, uh, he'll bet non-trivial things. He's like, I'll bet that slice of ham over there that I can beat you. Double or nothing. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to go on for a little bit until someone interrupts us. It's <laughs> totally. very ambitious of you to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought this game would be gravy. Uh, it's all meat and potatoes. You, know? you just got to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, curious enough about the game. There's a point where um, Big Boots, could I have you roll Insight? 17. 17? All right. You get the feeling that there's a point where Fimos has figured out what's going on, and he's still playing just because he enjoys the attention and the conversation and the novelty of it. He's going to keep going then. <laughs> if he's oh. all about it, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, after dinner ends, then um, Fimos would bid you all adieu, um, go to shake hands with his new champion, and uh, wish you all the best of luck in the days to come. <clears throat> hey, uh, not for nothing, but uh, and I appreciate being the champion and sorry for the misunderstanding, but uh, I'm supposed to get something else, right? Ah, yes, the champion's gift, of course. <laughs> Tradition as old as the gods itself. Yeah. He, uh, he says, I tell you what, it'll be back waiting for you on the airship. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you'll recognize it when you see it. He gives you a smile. I wink at him. That's very good. It's an absolute, an honor, a pleasure, and a privilege to have you here. We have some real conversations, some real dinner guests. He goes and kind of shouts, echoes throughout his his uh, dining hall here. None of the ghosts, none of the zombies, none of them pay attention. They're just completely unfazed. And you see, like, kind of the light go out in his eyes a little bit. He's like, oh, back to this. I might be sending you someone really soon. Yes. Yes, good. I like it. I, I mean, like the sound of that. Like someone really important to me. So, you gotta take well, care I, of that one. I look, f- I look forward to having him here. I will take good care of him in your absence. As well, good day. And he uh, waves his hand. Kind of a uh, like a black energy comes out of his hand as the entire room grows dark, and you guys come to back in that kind of wrecked out. You know, wrecked out, domed, circular room where uh, you pulled the sword from the stone. Um, essentially, now that uh, Ophelia's gone and her kind of dark magic has, has left the island, you can see that this island is actually like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Uh, you see that the castle itself is kind of collapsed and crumbling in. You see that the dome has fallen through. There's like, you know, just layers of dust on everything. Um, the steps are worn with, uh, you know, with time and erosion. Um, looks like the entire island is back to its normal form, you know, which is just a big ruin of the city and the castle that were once here. Not to say that you guys went forward in time, 
but um, her magic was the only thing keeping things in the stasis, you know, with her being like in a domain of dread. Now it reverts to what it normally would have been without her here. So it like rubber banded back to Yeah, the it. island caught up big time. Exactly. So all the people are dead? Yes. They have, uh, their souls have gone on to where, to their proper resting place. What about Grund? Yeah, I wanted to kill him. No. <laughs> well, he's dead. He's dead now. It's okay. Is he dead? Well, um, as you guys make your way out of the castle, you know, stepping over like ruins and stones and a lot of moss and foliage that's taken, like overtaken the castle, you make your way back down the path. You can see now the fog is lifted as well. You can clearly see the path leading down to the, you know, the ruined city of Bellano. On the way, you'd see the wagon and uh, kind of leaning up against the wagon, you'd see a skeleton. Um, looks like he's got like a club right next to him and uh, a scroll, like an old desiccated scroll on his other side. Yeah, I'm going to take that scroll. All right. Yeah, the scroll is just the uh, the rules, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that Ophelia is gone, her magic goes with it. So it's yeah. just, now it's just a piece of paper with the, with the rules on it. Yeah, but it's still merch. Yeah. St- still a <laughs> souvenir. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to animate dead on that skeleton. Okie doke. Heck yeah. The uh, skeleton kind of seems to kind of like jerk a little bit until it kind of fully comes to life and its movements get more fluid. It goes to uh, stand up. Remind me, animate dead. Is the creature able to speak or does it just understand the languages that it spoke? Yeah, I don't. I I can command it to do things mentally, but I don't see that it can talk to me right now. Okay. Yeah, maybe not, like, physically talk. We'll say that it can communicate back mentally, too. Like, you get to have, like, a mental link. Okay. And it's like, well, bless my stars and stripes. Look who's back. I only waited forever for years, and you didn't even bring me any cake. What kind of shit walk is this? Uh, gonna take you back to the ship, and then I'm gonna give you some cake. As yep. promised. I thought the gold fart man said that uh, there was no more cake in the world. I told you he was a liar. In the universe, buddy. Universe. universe? You can't hear anything this dude's saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just out loud, out loud, just like, in the universe, buddy. <laughs> Joke's on you. This is <laughs> for no he reason. Breaks the fourth wall. I am a god. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, well, if you go to Kike, I mean, I don't really have the guts to digest it anymore, but I'd love to at least see it. Give me hope for the future. Future of cakes and whatnot. All the types of bakery goods and pastries. Well, I'm going to try something. So let, <laughs> let's see what we got. Okay. All right. Yeah, it gets up. You guys can see him kind of dust himself off a little bit like a skeleton. Looks over at the rest of you, gives you a skeletal thumbs up, and then just kind of like Jar Jar Binks walks down the, down the path. And so as you guys reach the outskirts of Bellano, you'd see that um, essentially it looks like they're there's like a big patch of land, like a 60 foot radius where grass doesn't grow. It's just like a big dirt patch. And uh, in that dirt patch, there's just like piles and piles and piles of bones. Yeah, you would guess this is probably the site for the Battle of Bellano, where these people drew off a lot of those fog monsters and Ophelia, giving you the in to get the sword. Once again, you know, now in their proper resting place, uh, their souls. So as you make your way back to the ship, uh, Bobby is there just kind of like waiting. Um, over at the end, he ends up going to ring the bell that gets the whole crew out on the ship. And, uh, as they throw the gangplank down and you guys walk up, you know, like victorious gladiators returning from the, the scene of battle, uh, they're all just hooting and hollering, shoving each other. It's like a mosh pit as you guys 
come back. And Bobby comes up. He's like, I didn't think that you'd ever come back. How was it? Is, is everything okay? Who's I that? killed an, a Joey and, or Magda and I killed an angel. It was pretty cool. That sounds, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you should have been there, but you know, you were here because you were a coward. Just looks at Magda. Oh my god! I'm not a coward. I can prove it. I'm not a coward. Seriously, poor kid. So, no, you're not a coward. Yeah, Big Magna, Boots. You can tell he's very visibly upset by that too. I know he's <laughs> trying to. Big Boots is like really trying to antagonize Bobby this season for some reason. Magna is kind of off on the corner, kind of just staring at the sword that he has now. He's kind of, kind of looks. Lost. You know that kind of look that uh, in Lord of the Rings where they were, uh, what's his name, Frodo? He has mm-hmm. the ring and he kind of just gets lost in it. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, yeah. Frodo. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That yeah. fucking yeah. guy. That one, that yeah. one dude. Yeah. Anyways, he kind of <laughs> just is lost in it. You could have went with Boromir too. Like, you know what? Boromir looks at the ring, you know? Anyways. <laughs> Staring at it. That song like, yeah. playing in the background. You are an obsession. You're my obsession. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't sleep with the sword, okay? Just don't do that. <laughs> if anything, sleep with the other silverware. Then it's actually proper spooning. Oh, God damn it. I hate that I set that up in some fashion. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so as you guys, you know, um, go to sail off back towards the west. Mission accomplished. Um, you know, you, you would know that, like, this takes a great deal of power away from the enemy. You know, the fact that their leader is no longer a champion of death. You know, that Prince Aldario is going to be considerably weaker uh, because of your actions. Because of taking Ophelia out, um, bringing Nazara back. Nazara's there just holding on to... That's just like white-knuckling Theron's hand. You know, she looks out over the bow of the ship. She's like very excited to be back and alive. When does um, Bobby notice her? <laughs> uh, he wouldn't at first. No, he's very put out with being called a coward and so there'd be a point where um, he goes up to magna he's like dadna you don't think i'm a coward do you hmm <laughs> he kind of snaps out of it. no he kind of snaps out of it it's earlier what did earlier. you say you don't think i'm a coward do you well you actually believe what boots is saying i don't want to don't don't take what he says personally he's Big, Big Boots says shit all the time. Don't worry about it. Whether or not he means it, I have no idea, but don't take it personally. Okay. Oh, okay. I just just need to get some air. He, uh, that's when he heads up to the bow of the ship. He goes, hey, Theron. Hey, Nazera. What? <laughs> <laughs> His jaw just hits the floor. He's like, you were, you were, I, I, we all saw you. What the fuck? And he looks back at Magna. He's like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just feel like I've seen a ghost. And Nazara just shrugged. She's like, yeah, kinda. You know, Bobby's catching up with Nazara and she's all like just pumping him up, building him up, you know. Oh, you're not a coward. You're, you're a nice young lad. You'll grow into a fine warrior someday. All that, you know, just really trying to like, like make him feel good, you know, he's like, 11 or 12 at this point. Yeah, so Daphne, so you head down to the lower decks, which is where Reggie is kept uh, with your skeleton there as well. Um, kind of just following along, going with the flow. You see Reggie there, and he uh, turns towards you. He's like, rawr, 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 rawr. 
And he makes his way towards you and just kind of like flails his arms around you. <laughs> it's, 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 it hurts a little bit, but like his heart's in the right yeah. place, you know, oh, as he yeah. uh, holds it there yeah. for a moment and then drops his arms to his side, goes over and sits on a bed. It rather kind of just throws himself on a bed, sits up and then is like, and he pats the bed next to him, kind of like, like offering you a seat next to him. Hey, buddy, we got to have a talk. He's like, brr. <laughs> yeah, remember that girl from the other village that you really liked, you know, and then the war happened and then, you know, we were like forced to get married and all that crap. And then that didn't actually happen either because then you died. Um, yeah, I think that girl's dead. I mean, I kind of know she is. Um, didn't want to tell you. And uh, I think uh, <clears throat> I think I think it's time to like you know uh, let you cross over all the way you know it could be with her on the other side it's a lot more fun <laughs> you know what I mean he takes a moment to consider and then he stops patting the bed he just kind of like puts a lot like there's like a vein that bulges out in his forehead as he puts a lot of effort into bringing both of his arms fully under his control. And he puts them both on his lap and just kind of leans forward like he's taking in your meaning. Okay. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is I'm going to take the amulets from you. He's like, and I'm going to go. Rah, 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 rah. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> and he just like shrugs. Uh, but then, you know, that's that's always been us, right? Like you don't quite understand each other. I'm going to give him, like, a, a really big hug. And as I pull away, I'm going to take the amulet. Well, I'm going to attempt to take the amulet from his chest. Yeah, he doesn't resist. And uh, as the amulet fall, you know, comes off of his neck, he just kind of starts breaking down a bit. It's like his body shifts down slowly, piece by piece, until he gets into a kind of a pile of bones and goop, bones and meat and stuff, rotten meat. He just kind of slowly disintegrates in front of you. Um, uh, <clears throat> and then I'm going to uh, turn to Grund, and I'm going to put that amulet on him and see what happens. He's like, "Or I don't like. What, what does that thing do? I don't. I don't like it. No, no, please." <laughs> you put it on him, and he's like, "Oh, well, all right. That's actually all pretty all right. That's not too bad. I thought it was going to hurt." No. So what's this thing do, essentially? Well, um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm going to give you a second chance at a kind of a life for a little while. Oh, I think you're essentially, I think you're essentially like a, a nice guy, but uh, you know, you just got caught up on the wrong side of things. I could agree with that. So the first thing we're going to do is teach you how to read. <laughs> Says, well, we're going to be here for a while. How much time we got? <laughs> uh, I got a while. Well, if you're willing to teach, I'm willing to learn. He just kind of goes and sits down on the bed. You know, uses his bony hand to pull over a book, opens it up to a random page, and says, Right, now what's that say? Uh, that says, The recipe for French onion soup. <laughs> French onion soup? Made with real Frenchmen, all right. Yes. Uh, we import them from across the way. <laughs> Indeed. Delectable. Delicious. Tastes like snails. 